You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. So Friday, I was very much looking forward to this Friday that passed. I was hosting Baseball Night in Chicago. I was sitting in for Layla Rahimi because Layla was sitting in for Cap. And so someone had to cover her show. And I was like, okay, great. It'll give me a chance to do that show. I really like that show. I like the show that Layla has built over the last year or so. Um, She does a terrific job with that, whether it's her and Ozzie Guillen or her talking with all of the reporters at NBC Sports Chicago. So I was excited to kind of play in her sandbox. You know what I mean? Like, to go hang out and be a part of that show because I had never hosted it. So we finished the show, and we have to record the show early because we're doing everything remotely. So I get a text message after we're done, after Gordon and I had talked about the Cubs and Chuck and I had talked about the White Sox. get a text message on Friday saying the White Sox have an announcement at 5 o'clock. And so we were kind of in a holding pattern. But the problem is that we have to get the show in and edited before that, like right at five o'clock, the show has to be like ready to roll. So we decided, all right, well, we'll handle it. We'll cover it live when it happens. But on the show, the show's already done. There's nothing that we can add to it at this point. I know I'm giving you a little bit of the, how the sausage is made, um, but I just wanted to kind of be transparent and let you know why I'm even discussing this this way. So I'm like, okay, and then they say, hey, Lawrence, you're clear. Don't worry about it. We got the show in the can. We'll handle this live with with Chuck and and Ryan McGuffey, who does a great job with the White Sox Talk podcast. So I get in the car. I really had my mind on pizza on Friday, like really wanted some pizza. So I went to go get some pizza, but I was cognizant knowing that there was an announcement coming a, a news dump, if you will, at 5 p.m. on Friday afternoon. So I listened to McNeil and Parkins and Spiegel sitting in for McNeil, which was really good because he's our baseball guy and to have our baseball guy talking about one of the biggest baseball stories was a big deal. So that's when you get the news. Hey, Kopech has decided that he's opted out of the 2020 season. And I was just like, oh, damn, like. That's too bad. Like, it's too bad that he doesn't pitch this year and we don't get a chance to see him pitch 
I was reading James Fegan. Man, I am dropping a lot of names today. I was reading James Fegan's uh, piece on, and, it, and by the time Kopech takes the mound again for the White Sox, it'll be close to a thousand days from the last time that he pitched for the White Sox. It looks like he, since he was on the roster for Charlotte and not the roster for the White Sox, that he isn't going to gain any service time and forfeits his salary for the 2020 season. So it'll keep him five years away from free agency. Here's the thing about the White Sox. One thing that they've proven is that they don't really run you up to your free. They'll buy out your free agency, your your uh, arbitration eligible years to, to get a suitable deal if you're worth it. So I'm sad that he won't get that service time, but I think that if he stays inside the White Sox organization and he's as good as we all expect that he's going to be, that he'll end up getting his money one way or the other. Now let's talk about why he's sitting out. The answer to that question is we don't know. And I'm not even sure that it matters. I'm not sure that that knowing why Kopech is sitting out matters at all. I think that any player under these circumstances is well within their right to exercise caution and say, whatever, for whatever the reason is, this isn't the right fit for me. And that fit could be medical. And in, and in Kopech's case, it doesn't seem to be him because he's healthy, he's younger, and he doesn't seem to be immunocompromised. I don't know that for a fact. I mean, he could be, and we just have never known. You never know. Like, guy might have asthma. Guy, guy might have ulcerative colitis. Who knows? Lupus, whatever. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he is someone who is in a low-risk category for COVID. It doesn't matter if he's in a high risk. It doesn't matter if that's not the reason. If we are talking about a guy who still, while he pitched that one inning in spring training and and clocked 101 on the gun and people were getting really excited, I was getting excited about seeing him and Rodon back with this shortened season. And it looks like we're going to get Rodon, that he's going to pitch. But those guys are on different timelines as far as their, their careers go. But whatever it is, even if this is something where there's anxiety about the 60-game schedule. It's not what anyone is used to. And the idea of ramping a guy up and maybe not knowing what his role is going to be, games are supposed to start in less than two weeks. And if he doesn't feel like with a repair Tommy John, which by all accounts, he's he's way past being on track, But if he doesn't feel comfortable with where this puts him, then by all means, sit it out. It sucks. Everyone wants to see that kid pitch because his potential is through the roof. You've seen moments of it. You've seen glimpses of it. You see that he's got he's got the gun, man. Like he he has got an arm that won't quit. And it looks like he's he's someone that you can get excited about from a potential standpoint, but 
I'm not blaming anyone that wants to sit out this season. If Buster Posey wants to sit out, I'm with it. If you're not comfortable, there's no reason to put yourself in any danger. And that danger can be the physical danger of worrying about what happens with COVID. And it can be the mental danger of any type of anxiety that you have that I would imagine, like, let's say, like, just for argument's sake, let's say that I'm a player who's got some anxiety about how this is going to work and how I can be my best self for the team in this 60-game season. Maybe I've already tried to work through it. Maybe I've already sat down with the psychologist and the team and my doctor to figure out how I can bust through it. And at the end of it, I just can't. I can't figure out a pathway to getting me back on the mound. Do you really want to force someone that doesn't feel comfortable into doing it? Now, coaching, there's a lot of pushing that goes into coaching. And I do think that there are times when it's okay to make a player uncomfortable to get the most out of themselves. But the the player has to be 100% on board and there has to be a level of trust there that is beyond for the player to say, you know what? Yes, I'm going to allow myself to get pushed. If Kopech is at a place where he doesn't want to get pushed on this particular issue, then I say, God bless do everything that you can to get yourself ready to play in 2021. And hopefully we're all in a better place by then. Hopefully the Republic is in a better place. Hopefully we have gotten a vaccine for COVID or better treatments for COVID and know how to work through all of this. But I, I don't know what my support means to Michael Kopech, but I, I'm a hundred percent behind his decision as I am 100% behind anyone's decision that wants to play. These are unprecedented times. I know that's a, a, a something that you hear all the time over the last four months, but it's true, which means that we have to engage different parts of our own empathy when it comes to the way that we look at players. We love to try and analyze these guys and, well, if it were me... Like that sort of thing. I remember Joe Madden talking about the level of introspection that the last four months has afforded us. That it allows all of us to get more in touch with who we are and what we're about. So I think that in a case like Michael Kopech's, I feel like, and it's not like they're, I don't want to create a straw man. There's no, from what I've seen, there hasn't been some choir of people that are mad at Kopech. I think a lot of people understand where we're at and could could actually put themselves in his place and say, mm, maybe not this year. Maybe this isn't the right circumstance for me to do my best and be my best. And that's a good thing. I'm glad that they're, they're always going to be people on the fringe, but from the reactions I saw and I went and looked at every reporter who covers the Sox when they tweeted it out, I went and looked at all of the replies to their tweets and a majority of the people were like, okay, I get it. And I think that's exactly where we all need to be. 
I get it. You're uncomfortable for whatever reason. I can't blame you, and I applaud you for not giving in to the pressure of going out there and having to, to take one for the team. For the players that out there that are out there, I respect them doing their work. But I also respect anyone that looks at this and says, I don't like this at all. So good luck to Michael Kopech. And I'm very much looking forward to watching him in 2021. And if we all get the chance to watch Michael Kopech in 2021, that means a great many things have changed for the better. So I can use Michael Kopech as a, a litmus test of, of where things stand. Because if this time next year we are talking about Michael Kopech maybe playing in the All-Star game or even just pitching every time they give him the ball, that would be awesome. So good luck to him. Good luck to everyone who's going to play. And I hope that there is baseball, and I hope that anyone who feels uncomfortable says, I don't want to do this. Thanks for listening.